Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again as we dip back into the movies that shaped our childhood. And today, Mandy, what are we talking about? Today we are talking about the Gopher classic. That's right. Golf, gopher golf classic. Caddyshack, 1980. Golfer. Golfer. Gol- golfer. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Gopher? I guess this is a sports movie, right? I don't know. Um, oh, man. This, the, <laughs> is there a bigger movie that we could do? This is... <laughs> This is this one. This one has been in like the lexicon of this, like the the vibe of this podcast. We it's been brought up so many times. Uh, there's actually I pulled this clip specifically to debunk or to reaffirm uh, an issue we had in a previous episode to make sure that we clear the air on that one. So there's a lot of stuff coming for this one. I'm I'm pretty. Excited. Oh, that's I feel fun. honored to be part of. It. I just I'm so excited <laughs> to be part. Of this is like the I want to thank the Academy. I yeah, this is fantastic. <laughs> All right. Well, of course, we always like to tell everybody uh, who is listening in, if you have not found a reason to watch Caddyshack, uh, first of all, shame on you. And second of all, please make this the reason to do so. Please go find it. It's currently streaming on uh, HBO Max, so you can find it there if you've got a hold of that. But otherwise, take a few seconds to go find it. You can just pause. We'll wait for you right here. You go find it, watch it, and come right back. So we'll give you a few seconds to do that. And you're back. All right. Greatest of all time. <laughs> now we're all up to speed. Everybody's watched the movie and now we can get going. And of course, Mandy, uh, you and I don't like to talk about these movies alone no. uh, because chances are we'll just find something to argue about and uh, nobody likes that. So we have uh, we have to bring in someone to take sides. And of course, we always bring in uh, the big guns for these big movies. Right. We're bringing returning guest. Uh, yeah. Uh, Traverse City area comedian is that what we want to call Traverse it? City yeah. area we'll call it we'll call it a northern Michigan yeah Traverse City is my home base Nor- all right all right northern Michigan <laughs> area comedian Mr. Matt Zerilli is with us everybody hey pause for applause pause yeah I should really have a drop that's just an applause break so I can just, <laughs> just we'll just do it well artificially you have a great announcer voice your announcer <laughs> voice is so good it makes me feel like I'm at a show Thank very you. true I appreciate it you know what's funny I just literally moments ago got done editing the episode for major league uh oh, which was supposed to come out this morning but I absolutely forgot to post so it's I don't know like uh maybe six hours late so no no it's more than that like 12 hours late, whatever. Anyhow, it's out. But I was just <laughs> listening to it, and throughout that entire episode, we're going, hey, everybody. Like, it's the, the news. That's true. The, the, uh, yeah, the sports announcer voice. Oh, oh, I got to wean myself off of that. But, the uh, Bob Euchre. <laughs> that's Classic. right. That's right. Yeah, exactly. So welcome, Matt. What's going on up there? Huh? Man, it's good to be back. It's, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard uh, coronavirus is up here. I don't know. We have heard of that. Yeah, we've got something similar down here. We call it we call it COVID-19 down here. Oh, okay. Yep. I think it's a regional thing. It's the layman's term. (laughs) Yeah, right, right. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we, you know, we're doing the thing, you know, plugging away. Wife's still working from home. We're doing, we just started dipping our toe back into open mics up here a little bit. Very, throwing out some comedy. Consciously. Yeah. uh, It's it's probably a little safer up there. I would, I mean, or that might be like a false sense of security, but. I don't know. It's a weird new anxiety on top of my old anxiety of just being around (laughs) humans. Yeah, right, (laughs) right. It's weird. It's good to get it. We're doing, we're still doing the weekly uh, Union Street shows and they're, they're really safe at Union Street, which is cool. And, yeah. you know, it's just been a weird, you know, what else you say? It's been a strange year. Sure. Yeah, Absolutely. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ted Nugent's got COVID. Ted Nugent. I, I heard. Yeah. First, it doesn't exist. Now, all of a sudden he's right. dying from it. So, you know. Yeah. And 
further complicating his late stage cat scratch fever. Hey oh hey oh everybody <laughs> late stage cat scratch fever. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, there's once you've well, got he it, did get it when he was a boy of ten or something. I didn't believe he? he was ten, yeah. When he, <laughs> he, he was ten, yeah. Yeah, once you're in these advanced stages, it's tough to get rid of. So <laughs> you just kind of have to settle in and deal with it. But anyhow, welcome back. Uh Thanks for having me. We always want to ask everybody who we have on the podcast, how long had it been since you watched this movie before we forced you to watch it for the podcast? Boy, it's been a while. It's the whole way through probably more than 10 years. Sure. Probably more than 10 years, maybe even a lot, maybe like 15 years. I I watched a lot of chunks of it with on YouTube, especially the Rodney Dangerfield stuff, (laughs) (laughs) which is some of the greatest, but, uh, yeah, it's been definitely, definitely 10 years, maybe 15. Perfect, perfect. All right. Yep. Mandy, how about you? Yeah, all the way through, it's probably been 20 or maybe even wow. more than that. Okay. Yeah, it's been a super long time. I didn't remember nice. a lot of this. And I I don't think like when I, because I, I watched it a lot as a kid, but I did not know a lot of what was actually happening. <laughs> right, like the real actual story. Like there's a plot behind <laughs> right. stuff. It's so yeah. weird rewatching these movies that you watch as a kid because- most of it's just like Bill Murray's silly and he's chasing down a gopher and you don't really recognize the fact that there's like a plot line happening behind or like these little sub stories and nonsense that's going on. So I did enjoy the rewatch for me. It's, it hasn't been nearly that long. I did own this movie on DVD uh, at some point. I think it was gifted to me from someone. Oh, nice. Um, so it's kind of been circling around the rotation of movies for a while, um, but it's clearly been, since I owned a functional DVD player that we actually saw it. So it's been, <laughs> it's been, I don't know, probably five, six years ago um, since we saw the movie, but yeah, I, uh, I watched nice. this one quite a bit as a kid uh, did not even occur to me, honestly, that it was a sports movie. Like I have a natural sort of uh, wall up against most sports movies. I'm just like, I'm not going to like this. This is, you know, it's not for me, <laughs> uh, but for whatever reason, this one seemed to sneak past. So, uh, I don't know and if we your call point, it to your point, man, the level, like I think eighties comedies in general, like Ben Max and I have a theory on this, that like eighties comedies have so many levels. Yeah. Like this has every, the comedy all the way from like a dancing gopher, like <laughs> all the way to like these kind of complicated life, like sure. scenarios. Like there's a lot sure. of layers happening. Yeah. We've got, we've got poop jokes in the movie we've got yeah uh, there's tits i mean yep, that's there's tits. Yeah. Tits. There's an 80s comedy, I didn't remember so I that to. as much I, yeah that, that was a whole experience <laughs> and i was thinking that too like it's been a minute since we've even done a movie on the podcast that really featured a, a, like so prominently a, a pair of tits in this film uh maybe since back to like uh what's the the phoebe cates scenario oh, uh, fast times yeah fast times yeah. maybe or or just well, that like we're so famous the, the most famous kids right 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 that yeah <laughs> but, um so yeah that's and, on uh, her resume <laughs> yeah, <laughs> i have famous special skills 80s most right. famous tits um so uh okay mandy we were gonna do a new segment this yeah. time around you want to fire it off yeah, sure. Um, we we wanted to uh, start going through the who was who. Um, so this is the who was who on Caddyshack. Um, and I'm just going to go down, you know, the list. Uh, Chevy Chase, he played Ty Webb. Um, and him and Bill Murray, who I'll get to in a minute, but they for sure did most of the most of the things that they did were ad libs nice. um, to the point where it just really pissed everyone off. <laughs> um 
And let's see here. We had, uh, oh, Rodney Dangerfield. Um, I don't know if I'm going to say this last name right. Al Shervik? How, or whatever. Cervix. Cervix? Cervix. All cervix all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Rips to him. He had a stroke and died in 04. Um, And then also I have a kind of a fun uh, little, little, it's kind of like a little story. Roddy Dangerfield, this was his first film. He he didn't know what to do. So Harold (laughs) Ramis would yell action. And and this was in the, when they're in the pro shop and he would just stand there. And so then he's like, okay, Rodney, when I yell action, you know, you got to do something. And he's like, okay, action. And he just like stood there. And finally he he's like, is there a problem? Like, no, nope. I'm just waiting to do my stuff. So he yelled action. And then finally he just goes, Rodney, do your bit. And then he went like right into it. So he's, that's like, that's what he yelled every single time. Instead of yelling action, he just said, okay, Rodney, do your bit nice so yeah i thought that was pretty good i don't know um, if you have this later on as like a fun fact mandy but i heard also that he because no one was allowed to laugh at him he thought he was terrible i had i'd seen an interview with him oh man and he didn't understand because he was being like his he was bringing his a game right it was his first movie he was like i'm gonna be yeah. on the ball i'm gonna be i'm gonna be so fucking funny that no one will be able to breathe and then no one could laugh on the set right because it would ruin the take so right. they would all stifle the laughter and then he would finish his set and be like, uh, I'm the worst at this. Like I'm, I'm really bad at being in movies or whatever. Um, until <laughs> Which they had to explain- is actually like 100% true. <laughs> yeah. I mean- but they had to explain to him that they aren't laughing because they can't laugh. They can't. Otherwise they'll have, but yeah. Right. So here's a little taste of that. Anyway, we might as well throw this clip out here. Oh, this is the worst looking hat I ever saw. Well, you buy a hat like this, I bet you get a free bowl of soup, huh? That was totally improvised. Oh, it looks That's good my favorite line of this movie. That's it looks good favorite. on you, though. Yeah, it love. looks good on you, though. <laughs> but anyhow, all right, continue on, Mandy. Thank you. All right, um, Ted Knight, he yes. um, played Judge um, El- Elihu Smales. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he uh, rips to him. He died of colon cancer. Um, his, this was his last film and he is most famous for being on the Mary Tyler Moore show. Um, he's been known to be like super duper nice, but he started to like even get super fed up with Chevy Chase, Bill Murray, Rodney Dangerfield, like all constantly improving. And, uh, plus the cast was just like super hungover every day because they were, sta- they were staying in a hotel, um, all together. So every night was, they basically, they said it, it was like animal house. Can you imagine that crew? My gosh. Yeah, no, right, super right, right. fun. Like insane. Bill Murray in his prime. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah, for sure. And it's um, weird Mike- too because Bill Murray was very much like a a a B storyline in this film, but right. for me became like the star for sure. And oh, I yeah. wonder if Bill Murray because I've heard things about it being difficult to work with both with with Chevy Chase and Bill mm-hmm. Murray like in his prime that and they if famously they, didn't get along, right? Right, right, right. And, it, yeah. Yeah, and if they struggled with the fact that one of them, like, I think it, it hyped up Bill Murray's performance in this movie to try to steal as much of that spotlight as they, as he could. So, <laughs> and I, actually I, they didn't have a scene where, um, where Bill Murray and Chevy Chase were together and the studio execs were like, you have to work this out. And they're like, okay, well they hate each other. <laughs> so, um, Ramus and Chase and Murray, uh, that's that sounds like a law firm Ramus, <laughs> they um all had lunch together and they sat down and wrote the scene where um ty webb's golf ball goes into uh spickler's spackler's yeah. house 
Um, and they did. Yeah. And it ended up being like one of the best scenes. Uh, here's so. a little, here's a little piece of that too. Since we're mentioning it, this is a good, this is no, fun this for is, me. This is working out so far. Right. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> well, I invented my own kind of grass too. You know that? <laughs> Look at this. This is registered. Carl Spackler bent. This is oh, registered. Yeah, I, I, I've felt grass like this before. I've played on this. This is a hybrid. This is a cross, uh, a bluegrass, Kentucky bluegrass, uh, featherbed bent. And uh, Northern California Sensamia. <laughs> amazing stuff about this is... I do like that this is like a yes and scene. Like, this is very much like a... I don't know where we're going, but we'll both go there together. That night on this stuff. I got pounds of this stuff. Here. <laughs> oh, thank you. I don't... I don't uh, Just hands him a sack of grass. Here, try this. And then he's, he's Carl, smoking it out of like a magazine page. Maybe one drag. Cannonball. Cannonball it. Cannonball. I love it. Cannonball, cannonball. <laughs> it's a little harsh. It's a little harsh. Here, cannonball it. There it is. It's a little harsh. <laughs> All right, that's good enough. All right, so uh, yeah, there we go. That is like the worst rolled joint I've ever seen. <laughs> it's, just, it's so oh, loose. Yeah. It's, it's like terrible. you took a newspaper and we're trying to start a fire. Just fire, twist yeah. it up and toss it in. Yeah. You gotta twist it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, okay, so Michael O'Keefe played Danny Noonan. Um, I remember Noonan. him from Roseanne. Noonan. Um, Does anybody okay, do so, that in real life? Because when someone lines up for a putt, like if we go putt putt golfing or whatever, or anything that you've got to like Noonan. practice or, or like focus on real heavy, that that has come up in my life several times where someone will um, just yell Noonan. Oh, I, yell, I I always go Steve Perry. Yeah, right. <laughs> From baseball. I heard, yeah. I heard your mom's going out with Squeak. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, so, okay. Bill Murray plays Carl Spackler. We heard from that. So Bill mm-hmm. Murray, um, I have a new laptop and it's a, it's like a touch screen. It's super fun. Nice. Um, <laughs> he improvised, I mean, this is kind of common knowledge, but he improvised the Cinderella sequence, um, with two lines of stage direction. Harold Remus just said, imagine himself announcing his own, um, fantasy sports moment. Nice. Um, <laughs> and then he filmed all of his scenes, um, in within six days and that includes the scene with chevy chase so he was only there you know filming for six days right um that scene with with chevy chase did have a feel of like we we recorded this after the fact like post production i felt that that same thing when i was watching it it felt almost like it was too like it was just kind of wedged into the movie like we don't need it here but we do need it like the movie (laughs) itself needs this but the storyline you know right um yep and then again he like uh, I just have like the about him, Chevy Chase and Roddy Dangerfield just pissing everybody off. Sure. Yeah. Um, and actually, there it was supposed to be smaller roles. Um, initially, uh, Murray and Chase and Dangerfield's roles were just to be cameo appearances, but th- because of their improv, um, they ended up cutting a lot of scenes out. This was originally four and a half hours long. Wow. And they had to, cu- so they ended up cutting oh a ton of stuff. I need and the Harold Ramis, I know. And Harold Ramis right. is like, there was so much good stuff that ended up on the editing floor. Um, but so um, Scott Colombi, who plays Tony, mm-hmm. um, we haven't uh, gotten to him yet, but he like was super pissed because he ended up having like a tiny role compared to what he was, you know, supposed to have. Sure. Um, also, he um, didn't. Right. He was never a smoker. Uh, Scott Columbia never smoked until he had to smoke for this movie, and then he became like a huge like chain smoker. Oh, so, no. um, and if you recognize That's him, fantastic. it's because he plays he plays the Jewish kid in Porky's. 
Yes. Um, okay. I didn't yeah. know that, but yeah, okay. that makes a lot of sense. Right. Yeah. I well, like the more total ethnic shift that happens with the Italian. <laughs> right? Yeah. Being of Italian, gonna be said, a... I appreciate the stereotypical Italian. The outfit he's wearing, the red shirt, like yeah, the yeah. disco outfit that he wears. And the, yeah. Those I'm, tight, the tight leather gonna, gloves. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Like the um, the tight t-shirts and the jeans, the, the tight jeans. It had, I had, it had me going. I was like, okay. <laughs> Like, okay, <laughs> I can I can get I can get with this like especially like Chevy Chase who I never thought was attractive as a kid in this yeah. movie in particular I was just like he is hot it's like he's got smoking money hot in this movie no right dollars check here keep it yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah right and the summons yours. <laughs> the summons that's yours you can, you can <laughs> yeah it's, I love that part um all right so uh Sarah Holcomb who plays Maggie um she was supposed to be a foreign exchange student that's why she had an accent in case you're wondering because okay. i was wondering the whole fucking time is she actually like does she have that accent in real life or no, was that put on not okay. at all so weird right <laughs> yeah, why, why make really that decision it. <laughs> well i bet yeah. they did in like the two Before. hours and 45 minutes that laid on the floor yeah, for sure for sure <laughs> Um, like, so they want us to think she's super Irish Catholic. Is that why this is she's doing this? Like I couldn't. Well, she, yeah, she's Maybe. supposed to be a Scottish. Well, and they oh, had God. a bunch of Scottish people. Um, you know, like the like the, the groundskeeper. Ground, yeah, and yeah. which is funny because oh, there yeah. is there's a Veggie Tales with that has a Scottish character in it, and he sounds just like him. I'm like, where is, have I heard that before? And then I, my husband's like, Oh, it's. I'm looking at you. So awesome. So you could hide. Oh, this is going to be a minute. I realize this is a much longer oh, clip than I thought. Oh, that was a good one. Oh, that was right where you wanted it. Oh, Mrs. Kenyon. <laughs> the whole time he's pumping that ball washer. Yeah. Monkey woman. You're a monkey woman. You're a monkey woman. Mean and lean and not too far between. Would you like to your spikes around my head? <laughs> Here he goes. Here he goes. I told you to cut the long grass on the 13th and I'll move the practice green. <laughs> I'm sure this was a put-on accent as well. It's really good, though. What about the 13th and the practice green? I've got a more important job. I want you to kill every golfer on the course. <laughs> Check me if I'm wrong, Sandy, but if I kill all the golfers, they're going to lock me up and throw away the key. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, so, uh, and then Cindy Morgan, who plays Lacey, um, super smoking hot Lacey. Yeah, yeah Lacey Underall. Um, so she, this is kind of jacked uh, and this might take a minute, but, um, she did not want to appear topless at all. Um, and in, in an interview, uh, um, that she did, uh, hold on. <clears throat> oh, with TV store online, I guess she claims that Harold Ramis, um, said that he was willing to change the scene, but producer John Peters asked to talk to her when he was talking to her on the phone. Um, and when the call ended, he told Ramus like that she would do it uh, because he told her that she'd never work in Hollywood again if she oh, didn't do it. Aw, and then, man. yeah, then John Peters at, like also invited a photographer to the film set to do a spread that would to that was to appear in Playboy as a promotion for the film. And Morgan asked, you know, for him not to be there when all this was going on. Um, and the when the photographer arrived, she was too nervous to go through with it. And Harold Ramis oh. was like, no, you don't have to do that. Um, right. Also, <clears throat> the massage oil scene between oh. Lacey and Ty—that yeah. uh, was completely improv. Like, yeah, nice. like 
he and, and when she turns around she's like you're crazy that was like a real like all of a sudden she's just like covered yep. in baby oil <laughs> um and she was but she was really uncomfortable <laughs> with chevy chase because he improved so much and she was like i didn't know what to do with it so yeah anyway F- favorite part from that scene i was born to love you this is the part I where she felt weird all right that's all <laughs> i'm gonna make that my ringtone right 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 all right um, i only have one more to talk okay, about good, good, and good. yep and that's brian doyle murray well this is a really it's kind of a big cast um but and he is bill murray's brother he plays lou loomis um he also is co-writer for this and this is actually based on his childhood um as a, a caddy the family you know he has seven brothers and sisters so um the noonan family and actually his older brother um ended up getting a golf scholarship so oh, fun. not like a scholarship to a college but like he won you know like yeah. the caddy whatever so Some cash yeah. for college for from being a caddy show uh i had no idea that brian doyle murray was uh was uh the writer for like was was a co-writer on this movie so that's co-writer cool. yeah uh yes, all right so uh we always uh We've we've shifted around some things. Oh God, I forgot to bring the theme song in. <laughs> Brick. Uh, we've shifted around some things. Speaking of that, let me shift around some more I things. I love what you've done with the place. Thank you, thank you. Um, <laughs> um, while you're looking for it, I have other fun facts if you want. No, here we go. Um, chop okay. this, chop this synopsis. All right, we're gonna do chop <laughs> this synopsis. This is a new new area for the segment. Normally we do it after the break, but or but just before the break, but. This time around, we're going to do it up front, and we're going to all three provide a synopsis for the film. So what we need from you, Matt, is a 10-word or less synopsis of Caddyshack, uh, something that can describe the film and just kind of talk people into watching it. So if you I'm, want to take it away, go ahead. I, I'm, I'm very reverent about this film. I have the essential comedy from the best decade of comedy and golf. There you go. There you go. <laughs> like yeah, it. Yeah, I'd watch that, that for sure. Me too. Yep. All right. um, Mandy, do you have one? I do. Um, golfing caddy and gopher beat the odds. <laughs> nice. In a world. Right. Uh, let's see if I, <laughs> yeah. I, for, I forgot to make one. So I'm just going to go from the, from the hip here and see what happens. So we've got, uh, uh, we've got comedy. We've got golf. We've got, uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, Bill Hits. Murray. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I, had to, I was like, we, I need two more words. Let's make it happen. Right. <laughs> Big tits. We got tits. Yeah, you yeah, buried the sure. lead a bit, but that works. Yeah, right, right, right. We got cavity. We got golf. We got titties. Caddy <laughs> <laughs> shot. Right. Uh, oh, good. that's Very hilarious. Good. Now All I right. feel a little dirty about that because she was. Uh, yeah, right. I know. Uh, to be yeah, honest, it was her Me people, Too moment. Yeah, we got to cancel somebody. Gonna... Is he alive to cancel anymore? The, the guy to produce it? I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think Ramis, so. Harold Ramis is out, so he can't Can be held But he was on her side, though. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's uh, continue on okay. to um, um, the duty in the pool part. If you have any clips from this, that was actually ooh, something. The candy bar in the pool was um, what Bill Murray and. Um, and Brian Doyle Murray actually did this in their high school pool. Oh they threw my gosh. A candy bar in there and told everybody <laughs> it was okay, shit. It's okay. It's and then they, they, do you remember the girl that opens it and she's like, Do you want a piece of this? Like she to this day can't 
eat a candy bar oh, like God. she can't like hold a candy bar and put it in her mouth and eat it i remember still as a kid thinking like that's still not clean to eat right. Like, right. <laughs> i remember thinking you shouldn't be doing that still yeah it's a good prank yeah that's right uh, up no, there with I, the peanut butter on the bottom of the shoes prank where you lick the bottom of the shoe Right, 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 yeah. right. Um, we, I don't have a clip of that, but I do have a clip That's of this, fine. and we, we haven't hit it yet. We have to. I should have started off with this. Oh, yeah. Classic, you know, just coming in with the, the sprinklers popping. And then all of a yeah, this comes, gets you right in there, too. Yeah, here comes Kenny Loggins. Oh, man. Just, just killing it with those 80s theme songs. Just yeah. mu- movie soundtracks. Well, they originally yeah. wanted Pink Floyd. To oh, wow. What? Yeah. That's crazy. Yep. I like this better. <laughs> I think I thought, yeah, right. I just gotta get to where I just I do like this. I do like the little yeah. harmonizing thing at the I just it builds. And then I'm starting to feel like I'm alright. Yeah, man. And then all of a all sudden, time great soundtrack. This is not the top <laughs> ten all time great soundtrack. That fucking bass line. Killer bass line. Driving it, yeah. I just picture the gopher, you know? Yeah, right, just dancing around. Honestly, I picture Danny Noonan riding his bike across town. <laughs> Perfect. Beautiful. Love it. All right, cool, cool. And they still play the shit out of that song. If you listen to, like, like you know, it's like radio stations that you hear at, like, the dentist office. You know, the stuff sure. that, that is, like, family-friendly? Like, that comes on all the time. It's a banger. It is a banger, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's talk about uh, standout performances you may have had, Matt, that you like forgot about or just something that stood out as like, oh, this was way better than I remember it being or anything like that. Yeah, I got to say, Ty Webb, okay. Chevy Chase's character, I, it's just a absolute, he's like the Tasmanian devil. Like there's, <laughs> it's j- the jokes per minute ratio. Yep. It's nonstop and it's all this physical stuff. Like I forgot about like the slam in the car, the in the car, the hand in the car door, and like oh, when yeah. they're in the, when they're t- when they're in the thing, and he's like putting the guy in the headlock in the background, <laughs> like little stuff like that. It's just it had to be horrible to work with him. Oh, for sure. Like, I totally get it because it's like I mean the song that he sings and all. I mean it's all everything's a joke and it's so yeah. bing 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 bing. He's a total fucking sociopath. Doesn't oh, care. Yeah about oh, the yeah. response to any of his actions and he's just on to the next thing. Like that's the most amazing. I guess I forgot about like the pace of yeah. how how many jokes he fits into that. It's unreal. <laughs> All right, we and have of uh, course, you know, I always like to like your point. I always remember Bill Murray's performance as kind of the standout, but mm-hmm. it was just interesting to see I mean, you know, Chevy Chase has got a whole checkered he's got a whole thing sure. post Saturday night live, but yeah, I was I, delight it was delightful for me to see that performance and how much he packed into it yeah for sure um yeah this is a movie where he was in his element and they kind of let him run and bill murray was more of a cartoon about it like bill mm-hmm. murray was like how totally. far could they possibly push this and still let us believe that this man is gainfully <laughs> employed by a, a golf course but uh here is a couple of clips we have of ty uh here we go you take drugs danny every day good <laughs> every day good so what's the problem i don't know I don't know. Did you have Good. to take that CUDA Good. preference test when you were a senior in high school? Oh, yeah, I took it. They said I should be a fire watcher. <laughs> what are you supposed to be? An underachiever. <laughs> a fire watcher. <laughs> I got to go to college. I got to. Uh, Danny, this is in Russia. Is it? 
this Russia? Is this Russia? <laughs> no, the thing is really, uh, do you want to go to college? Uh, in Nebraska? Besides, it costs like $8,000 $8, a year to go to college, huh? What, two fifty yesterday? I can't foot the bill nice. for everything around here. Just don't ask for money. I can't it's foot the bill for everything. I can't afford it. I haven't even told him about the scholarship I didn't get. I'm going to end up working in a lumber yard the rest of my life. Yeah. What's wrong lumber? I own two lumber yards. I notice you don't spend too much time there. I'm not sure where they are. I'm not sure where they are. All right, and then we got to hit this one. This is the classic here. Picture it. Turn off all the sound. Just let it happen. Be the ball. Just let it happen. Be the ball. Be the ball, Danny. You're not being the ball, Danny. You're well, not being the ball, Danny. You're talking like that. Okay. I'm not talking. Stop talking. I'm not talking now. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So there's, so there's some awesome. tie web for you. Noise. Just excellent stuff. Like the foundational, like so much, so much of it when I was watching it just was like, this is like foundational comedy stuff that I didn't even remember almost. That was, it just lives on. And like, it's almost like urban legend jokes. At this sure. Point. Sure. And there's some weird <laughs> stuff like setups and like avoiding the punchline and things that you don't realize are types of comedy <laughs> until you watch people do it, you know, in a setting like this, where, uh, I, there's, a, there's a pivotal moment for me in comedy when I was watching an improv group performing and a person came out on stage and they were doing a, uh, it was like a stand-up set, but you had to, they gave you the punchline and you had to uh, do the setup as a as improvised, right? Like you had to come oh, to the yeah. same, like you had to come to the same ends with a punchline, but you had, yeah. you could do the setup improvised, right? And somebody had come out and uh, the, the gist of the joke was something to the effect of I'm going to make like a banana and split was the end of their punchline. But sure. the guy kept avoiding that punchline by saying, he's like, I'm going to make like a banana and get out of here. I'm going to make like a banana and leave quietly. I'm going to make, and he just kept doing it over and over until eventually the rest of his team had to come out on stage and drag him off stage. And so <laughs> right. the idea, like everyone knew where he was heading, but yeah. he wouldn't let himself get there. And I think there's a lot to be said about that in comedy too. Like oh, if, you, if you can avoid the, the known punchline and, and work your way around it, it it's subvert fun. the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so, Let's see. Mandy, do you have a stand-up performance? Anybody who uh, you like didn't remember or just was like, holy crap, that was all right. Um, I well, and obviously like Bill Murray is like one of the main people, but mm -hmm. um when he tells the story about the Dalai Lama, <laughs> yep, I was dying. And it, it's because I couldn't stop looking at his lip. It's like a reverse, like it's like a, a reverse cell stuff. Oh, Stallone, yeah. <laughs> you know what the name says? No. Gunga, 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 gunga. So we finish eighteen, and I love that he doesn't explain it. He doesn't explain what any of that means. Hey, how about a little something, you know, for the effort, you know? And he says, "Oh, there won't be any money, but when you die on your deathbed, you will receive total consciousness." So I got that going. That, which is nice. Which is nice. That made me laugh so hard. I and, um, the guy, he's holding the pitchfork up to the kid, and the kid's trying to not laugh too. It's like well, you... that made me so nervous to watch. Like I never um, realized that that was the, happening. The yeah. kid didn't know that was supposed to happen, and he was oh super nervous because it was like a real. And he he like so his face like 
he said the whole time he wasn't expecting him to put the pitchfork to his neck and he's just like what is he gonna do you yeah, know he's oh looking gosh. down at it and then trying to deliver his lines up to the camera <laughs> like it's great i love it really i love that just they it. tortured everybody on the set for our amusement right and i I suppose this is an appropriate time to play the uh cinderella story too here we go yeah what an incredible cinderella story this unknown comes out of nowhere i love the cadence it's all there like it's absolutely uh he sounds like an announcer for a golf tournament oh totally 55 yards away he's gonna hit about a two iron i think he's gonna hit about a two iron well he got all of that (laughs) <laughs> is standing on his feet here at Augusta, the normally reserved Augusta crowd, going wild. I love that he just trails off in the end, so on. Curtis Young, Cinderella, who's come out of nowhere, he's got about 350 yards left. He's going to hit about a five iron, I expect, don't you think? <laughs> he's got a beautiful backswing. That's, oh, he got all of that oh, one. Oh, he got hold of that one. He's got to be playing the, the crowd is just on his feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. Uh, tears in his eyes, I guess. He, tears in his eyes, I guess. Shot. I love it. Oh, my God. I love it. If you haven't seen this movie, just pull oh, up this man. scene. Just go find this shot. scene on YouTube. Cinderella <laughs> story out of nowhere. A former greenskeeper now about to become the Masters champion. <laughs> All right. There we go. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I, need, I, I need you guys to settle an argument, though. What kind of flowers are those? Those are, they're mums. They are mums. Okay. I was wrong. But they didn't look like, they didn't look like mums, but that's when I read in the fun facts, like he requested they they plant mums, but they look like, they look like geraniums to me. (laughs) So yeah. Just a total psychopath. Just destroying. I I would like to know what, what the art, what's the argument? Like, were you arguing with someone over what kind of flowers they were? I thought they were peonies. I was, I was wrong. Oh Oh, no. Peonies have longer stems and the only reason I know this is because like I'm I'm like totally dying in Michigan right now it's snowing and I want to plant yeah. my flowers and my vegetable garden so I've been like on all the gardening right, sites. Right. Uh I do want to okay so this is where I'm going to take I no, I'm not going to talk about a standout performance for me. I am going to take uh, however a standout moment in this movie that spilled over into another film and clarify what I was talking about. So we did several episodes ago, probably years ago, we covered the film uh, Dumb and Dumber. And in that film, I made the suggestion that perhaps a part of the dialogue from that movie was pulled directly from this as an homage to this film. And when I was looking up uh, this movie, uh, I remembered it again, and I was like, I got to find out if this is true. So I did (laughs) find reference to the fact that the movie was or the the part in that film was based off of this movie and i want to play those two pieces back to back so you can hear no you don't yes i do no you don't yes i do and no you don't yes i do no you don't no you don't yes i do (laughs) so in dumb and dumber i always like why is he using that stupid ass accent (laughs) that scene i was like it's got to be based off of this movie and hearing them back to back it it absolutely is so just just to clear uh, clarify for everybody want to do it one more time no you don't yes i do no you don't yes i do and then (laughs) no you don't Yes, I do. No, you don't. Yes, I, no, no, you don't. Yes, I do. No, you don't. I love it. Terrible. That accent. is so hilarious. I feel, yeah. I feel entirely vindicated now, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but, all right. Uh, let's 
see what else we can move along to what um, do we have for clips well just so you know um john dykstra was the puppet master for the gopher okay. um and the noises that it made were dolphins it was actually um like cut from flipper <laughs> the show flipper <laughs> what? All right, uh, yeah um and also harold ramus had never actually played an entire round of golf before this before nice. making i this wondered movie. if any of them were like avid golfers prior to making this film like well michael o'keefe was the kid okay. the guy that plays danny noonan um but he hasn't played golf in 25 years because every time he goes to play people all like gather around him and watch and just yell noonan um, from the back yeah, I, <laughs> noonan, yeah noonan. Noonan. <laughs> Um, also, uh, another part of this film did create uh, some hype on the internet years later and became its own meme sort of thing. The tanks for nothing scene. Uh, and so there are several several di- different Which iterations of, of the tanks the ta- for nothing. Tanks for nothing. Tanks but, for nothing. Uh, but it's right here. I'm late. Late for what? Being pregnant. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, I don't hold you responsible. It's my problem. <laughs> I can handle it. I can handle it. Oh, man. Yeah. Maggie. Look, look. He laughs at her. I'm not going to let you go through this alone. <laughs> no. Whatever you decide. Right. I'm going to have it. I've already decided. Well, that's get to it. it then. We'll just get married. Oh, God. That's all I need. <laughs> no, look, I want to, all right? No, you don't. There it is. <laughs> Get to it. It might not be yours, okay? <laughs> Maggie, I know you're just making this up about the other guy, so I won't have to feel guilty. I'm making it up. All right, She's like, well, I I'm fuck the everyone. one to marry you. <laughs> I know, it's usually <laughs> the other way around. <laughs> there it is. Thanks for nothing. Oh, right. for nothing. And there's apparently a different, uh, there's a debate on the on the internet whether or not she sang thanks for, thanks for nothing or thanks for nutting. I was like, why? <laughs> I was like, why would they? Why would they do yes. that? So. Well, oh my god, that's so awesome! But anyhow, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> a little thanks, bow. Thanks a nice, for nothing. A nice I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say that the next time Mark and I have sex. There you go. I'm be yeah. like, thanks for like, nothing. Thanks for nothing. Report back and let, let us know how that worked yeah, out. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> in 1980, though. <laughs> Um, in 1980 though that like the uh storyline like the pregnancy like abortion storyline pretty uh pretty risque yeah yeah and Um, we will talk about that when we come back though guys we have less we got less than a minute for this break so we will be right back after these messages hey everybody it's me your boy Stu McAllister I'm the host of the Elemental Podcast please make it your fourth favorite podcast it's constant swearing occasionally funny free episodes every Monday and Thursday Patreons every other day of the week you're gonna love it or maybe you'll just hate it either way listen thanks And we're back. All right. Thank you guys so much. Please make sure you go and, uh, you know, support the the thing that was on the ad, which as far as I'm aware, it's just Stu McAllister. So make sure you go uh, listen to the Elemental Podcast. Maybe become a uh, Patreon subscriber, you know? 
Stu needs your support. Yeah. Get out there every support. single day. Yeah. Uh, right now, he's Stu. driving a truck. So he used to be uh, Dippin' Dots for Life. And currently, yes. he's driving a truck for a fucking worm company. He's fantastic. He's part of Big Worm now. So. <laughs> Is it? We got worms. <laughs> yeah, big right. Worm is part of Big Worm now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's that's legit. The name of the company. It's called Big Worm. I was like, no way. That's fucking nuts. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, oh my gosh. That's a good, good riff. He works for he works for <laughs> Big Worm. Um, but yeah, so go support him. If everyone goes and, and joins up for Patreon, he uh, won't need to drive a truck full of worms anymore, probably. So. Plus, it, like, it's just a new adventure for him. He's staying yeah. in shitty hotels. It's like, like, there's so much good material there. Right, that's right, fantastic. Right. Yeah, he's gone five days out of the week. Like he's he's on the road five days driving driving uh fucking worms around. So anyhow, so does he deliver? How does that work? Does he deliver worms or do yeah they, live live bait? Like he goes oh, he's to live bait. Yeah, he goes to those live bait oh, shops and drops off uh fucking worms. That's, I did always kind of wonder like worm. where the hell. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, <laughs> oh, interesting. Right, That's right, yeah. Chance. Like it's not just some kid behind the gas station digging up worms or whatever. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Well, at least but he's anyhow. not he's not working for Big Leech because that would That's be right. horrible. Right, Ugh. right, right, right. Uh, anyhow, welcome back, real. everybody. Uh, yeah, go do those yeah. things, and then uh, here we are. Let's get started with our uh, first segment yes. of the return back. We have not done. Speaking of Stu McAllister, uh, here's the theme song uh, provided by Mr. Stu McAllister. Box office theme song. Ooh, that's coming in a little quiet. Hold on, there we Box go. Box office theme song. Yeah, recorded live. Box office theme song. Mandy. Oh wait, God, I meant to do this before we got to this part. Matt, are you a golfer? Do you golf? I golfed when I was a kid. I haven't golfed in probably twenty years. Okay, like that. Right. Really? I've gone out for a couple rounds here and there, but no, it's not. It doesn't. It doesn't jive well with my uh, personality. Okay. <laughs> For sure. All right. That's an excuse. Uh, and then my next question is, do you uh, do you ever take part in any friendly wagers like this movie is filled with like <laughs> tiny bets? Like, do you do you freak out if there's money involved with things or are you OK with like a, a friendly wager? Um, how do you how do you operate under those circumstances? I'm not much of a wager, but I'll get in on stuff sometimes. I'll get in. A, I'll get in on a friendly wager every now and then. Now, does that make you like tense up? Does it make you perform differently or is it all just off your back? No big deal. Um, I guess I'm pretty good under, I'm pretty good under pressure. I'm pretty good under pressure guy. Mandy, do you ever, uh, do you you ever golf? First of all, um, I will golf, but I'll only, I'll get through like five holes and be like, I just, I want to just drive the cart. Mini golf, just straight up mini golf for no, I I enjoy the long game. The short game is okay too. But for me, like people that can do like 18 straight rounds of golf, I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like that (laughs) is insane to me. Um, I just, yeah, I'm done after like four or five holes. I'm like, and so, um, a lot of times like I'll bring someone with me and then we'll just like take turns. Like you do this hole, I'll do the next one. And it kind of, it's more fun that way. That's what, yeah, that's what she said. All right. Uh, (laughs) Oh, and of course myself, uh, I have never, never once played a round of golf. Uh, uh, I did. I do on occasion play some, some disc golf poorly and I will, uh, I will tear it up. I will tear it up with some uh, some mini golf, but yeah, never mm-hmm. never a round of which obviously. And I mean, you are a gambler. If you knew me, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to taking a friendly bet on almost anything. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, just got to make things more interesting. You know what I'm saying? All right. So let's move on to right. uh, box office, Mandy. Take yes. It. All right, Matt Z, because I have to yeah. specify. 
<laughs> um, how much do you think it cost to make this movie back in 1980? What do you think the budget oh, was? Wow. Um, in, in 1980 dollars? Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> boy. Which were all covered in cocaine, by the way. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Do we count the cocaine budget or do we not count the cocaine budget? <laughs> cocaine yeah, you, dollars shake out, are you shake yeah. the dollars out. And then... Five million without 30 million with. <laughs> I, I'm bad at this game. I'd probably say, you know, less five, five million bucks is my guess okay. to make uh, it. Because, and I don't know this number either, Mandy gathers all of this information, so this is all news to me, but I would say based on the the fact that it was a large cast and they were like, they were well known at the time, it was probably some cash flopping around that they got Rodney Dangerfield in. Uh, So I'm going to say this was probably closer to like, I don't know, 10, 12 million, something like that, somewhere in that range. Okay, Matt Overbid. Okay. Matt, 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 I should say Matt H. Overbid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, which makes sense because otherwise both of you would have overbid. It was only $6 million, Okay. okay. And the original budget, I think, million. was... Yeah, well, I think the original budget was only $3 million. Okay. Oh, that's um, a stretch for talent. Yeah, well, and also the explosives were really yeah. expensive that they used. And they, <laughs> that's a good they point. Were not- <laughs> they blew up a freaking golf course. <laughs> They were not supposed to use the explosives. They actually like agreed that they would not use explosives at this golf course. And then the, um, Ramus and um, I can't remember the other guy's name. They took they took the people out to lunch to thank them for letting them film there. And then while they were gone, they set the explosives off, which I'm surprised <laughs> isn't like more of a like a lawsuit type thing. Like a felony. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and also. But there was an airport right by this place, so they they had a really hard time shooting. Well, for one thing, they were in Florida, so they um, they had a hurricane, um, and then they were constantly having to reshoot because planes were flying overhead. Wow! Okay. And when the explosion happened, a plane like radioed in that they thought a plane had crashed. Oh no! <laughs> They're like, I think I just witnessed a plane wit- witnessed. I think I just <laughs> witnessed a plane crash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so I got that going for me, which is nice. <laughs> I witnessed a plane crash. You know. <laughs> where was this? What? Where did they? Where is this golf course? It was in Florida. I don't know um, what Project part so. exactly. Yeah. I mean, well, in I, tech- you'd think though, just random explosions and plane crashes in Florida are just common, say, yeah. common events yeah. at this point. <laughs> uh, let me. Right. I'm going to play a clip oh, though of yeah. Carl with the explosives. Here we go. Oh. I have to laugh. I have to laugh <laughs> because I've often asked myself. By foe, my enemy is an animal, and in order to conquer him, I have to think like an animal, whenever possible, to look like one. <laughs> I gotta get inside this dude's belt and crawl around for a few days. All right, that's where he was building. That is the, awesome. Uh, yeah. C four. There's gotta be somebody has. I, I've never seen it, but there's gotta be one of those like cuts where it's like a horror movie. Is he like, like you know what I mean? Where like yeah. ominous music? Because he it gets pretty dark for Carl. He does get there. a little in there. to kill gophers by the government of the United Nations. <laughs> Man, free to kill gophers at will. To kill, you must know your enemy. In this case, my enemy is a varmint. Is a varmint. And a varmint will never quit. Ever. <laughs> they like the Viet Cong. Varmin Cong. <laughs> so what you gotta do? You gotta. That one got my wife pretty good. Yeah. Firepower. Superior intelligence. Superior intelligence. There you go. 
Perfect. All right. Oh my gosh. So awesome. All right. So the second part of our game is um, how much, Matt Z, how much do you think that it costs or that they made on this movie worldwide gross roughly until today? Wow. What's that box office do? What does that box office do? Uh, boy, I'm also bad at this part. 300 million? Probably okay. more, right? Probably more than 300 million. I'm going to say 300 would- million. I would have said less. Uh, I'm going to say they did. It did spawn a sequel. So that's good news for them. That's um, true. But I'm going to say this movie cleared like up till now, probably like a hundred million. 40 million. It, oh, is it really? Oh my gosh. 40 million. Okay. <clears throat> but I mean, yeah, if you look um, at it with a budget of 6 million to clear 40 yes. million, that's pretty huge. I mean, that's like yeah. a general success for everybody. Well, that's I just guess. box office. You got to think yeah. how many DVDs and like merch, just, just oh. all well, the, all the little go, the dancing go. Okay. So my wife sells things on eBay, right? Like she will go to garage sales and thrift stores and buy things and then flip them and turn them over and, and sell them on eBay. And one of our favorite things to find is that damn dancing gopher because yes. People will just, they'll, they'll receive it as a gift. Nobody fucking wants the thing or whatever. Like someone's like, oh, look at this thing. And then they will give it away for like a buck. And then you can sell it on eBay to the same idiots who give it away as a present to someone else for like $50 for this dumb dancing gopher. So we have, <laughs> we've cycled through probably five or six of them throughout the years of, of buying fantastic. and selling stuff. But, but yeah, there's awesome. gotta be I've made a killing on just merch stuff or oh, even yeah. like golf apparel. And I mean, doesn't Bill Murray has like his own line now, right? Of golf. Well, yeah. he has Bill Mur- the Murray brothers all have a restaurant and it's Caddyshack themed. Okay. So it looks like a country club gone awry. And then they have like little gophers like stashed away in different parts of the restaurant and stuff. Nice. So that's, that's kind of fun. Um, but you have to remember too, in 1980, like how much do people pay for like tickets? You know, that's a good point. Um, like a couple bucks probably. Right. Right. And they, yeah. so they sold um, 14 million, 812, 767 tickets in 1980. Oh yeah. So, so that would be a huge amount more now when, it, when tickets are looking oh, at 12, can you imagine? 12, $14 a ticket or whatever. Yeah. My right. gosh. Good Lord. Yeah. Especially with that kind of star power too. Like Man. this would be a huge ensemble cast in today's market. Oh, yeah. Like, and yeah. So, but anyhow, all right. Um, I also have, because we have another um, portion of this now, I have all the movies that came, like the movies that came out in 1980. If you'd like me to say those now. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so this is in order from the highest gross down. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, Star Wars Empire Strikes Back, obviously. Nice. Obvi. Um, Stir Stir Crazy, that's the Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor movie. Uh, Kramer versus Kramer, that's Meryl Streep and um, what's his face? Actually, I have seen every single one of these movies, which I was really surprised. Um, Airplane was number four. Uh, Any Which Way You Can, um, which is the one movie that I didn't see because it has um, Clint Eastwood. Yes, thank you. The Prize Fighter movie. Was that the Any Which Way But Loose? Was that the sequel or was that the predecessor of Any Which Way But Loose? That was the porn. That was the porn they made. That no, was like, no. <laughs> Any Which Way But Loose. I think Any Which Way But Loose came first. And Always then Are Loose. Yeah, is right. the porn. Always Every, Are Loose. Is everything, <laughs> everything is loose. And it has a it's chimp in it, doesn't it? <laughs> Thanks for nothing with the name of- <laughs> Nice. Tanks for nothing. Yeah. Very good. Um, number six, uh, Private Benjamin. 
Uh, then coal, then coal miner's daughter. Love that movie. Smokey and the Bandit Sissy two. Basic coal miner's yeah. daughter. Yeah. Smokey um, and the Bandit two. Two. Yeah, they were. The, they were. The, that was the number eight movie of the year. Wow. Um, number nine wow. was Blues Brothers. Okay, so now that I've said that, so this movie was number sixteen. Caddyshack was. Okay. But it came. It came out three weeks after Airplane and less than a month after blues brothers so i don't know if these i don't know and i even tried wow. to look like how long were these like movies playing because if they yeah. played in the theater for a long time that people would possibly choose those two movies I, yeah. you know i do think this movie gets like pigeonholed as a sport like as a golf movie too so i just think it wouldn't appeal to a, a wider swath of people yeah. i guess maybe but i don't know possibly right. um and then uh number 10 was ordinary people which is a is like a horrifying movie. I really don't recommend watching it. Okay. Uh, yeah. That one. I don't. Remember. I don't think I, I can't place that. Um. One. It's a. I think it's Mary Tyler Moore. I don't. Oh, it's yeah. it's about like a, a son dying. It's I can't believe wow. that it made number ten. Then Popeye, oh, yeah. just for fun, honor, honorable mention. Popeye was eleven. The Blue Lagoon was twelve. Urban Cowboy was thirteen. The nice. Shining was only was fourteen. I would have thought that that would have been higher. What? Yeah, because it comes in right ahead of Cheech and Chong's next movie. <laughs> nice. Whoa. And we then Caddyshack. We should do one of those movies. I Yeah. My family yeah. were not stoners. Like they were not potheads, but for whatever reason, my dad loved the fucking Cheech and Chong movies. Mm -hmm. And I've seen like Up in Smoke and Nice Dreams and all of the like the Cheech and Chong cast Hell of yeah. shit movies from back then. Yeah. We should totally do one of those at some point. But that could be fun fascinating yeah, and those then, two like were yeah. improvisers basically like, yeah that, that, yeah that's wild yeah for so sure, they made sure. and then caddyshack was right after teaching chong so nice. huh. all right yeah. uh you want to move on to the next game yes uh before we do that i do have to just play this clip here for no reason this is just this is just we're throwing it out there it's easy to grin <laughs> when your ship comes in and you've got the stock market beat the man worthwhile is the man who can smile when his shorts are too tight in the seat. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I love how he laughs so hard at his own poem. Like, oh, it's so funny. And all who sail on her. I christen thee the flying wasp. The flying wasp. Um, so many sorry. gags, too. She breaks the front of the boat off. Like, yeah. It's all just like bang, bang, bang. Last <laughs> per minute. And then uh, Dangerfield comes in, knocks over a bunch of boats, stops just shy of smashing the thing, and then oh, of man. course the anchor comes in. I love it. And then you scratch my anchor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that whole boat scene, just cocaine was involved. <laughs> like just the whole thing. Like you know, what, like, I mean? what is this? The Hell's Angels? And he's like, there's just jet skis going everywhere. Like, <laughs> yeah. like how can we spend more of this six million dollars? <laughs> <laughs> Random acrobatic jet skis. Um, um, and we had one cameo too. The little girl with pigtails and footy pajamas that's waiting near the bathroom. That was Harold Remus's daughter, Violet. Oh, fun. Yes. All right. Yeah. Um, so I was just so. going to say, though, during that that boat poem scene, my daughter yeah. was watching the film briefly. Kind of she was just in the room as it was happening. And he got finished with that. And he was doing that oh, 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 laugh thing at the end. And she was like, that was horrible. She's like, this is <laughs> And I was like, all right, yeah, clearly you don't get the, <laughs> yes, yes, it was yeah. horrible. This is before TikTok. This is what we get. Free TikTok. Nice, nice. All right, Um. so that was, oh no, here we go. Now we're doing it. Let's play Guess the Age. Short and sweet. Let's play Guess the all Age. All right. Mandy, take it away. All right, I'll try to zip through. Sure. Um, 
Matt Zarelli. Yes. How old do you think Chevy Chase was when he was in this movie in 1980? 1980, I think he was 33. Matt? Chevy Chase was 28. 37. Oh, my oh goodness. Oh, my gosh. He's <sighs> older than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and whenever you guys get get like that, I'm like, oh shit! Did I like fuck him on the math somehow? Oh, like, no, <laughs> I mean, it's possible. He but was yeah, seventy eight. <laughs> <laughs> and we I have, have I, yeah, we I have similar like situations said, from <laughs> where I'm like, oh wait, no, that's not right. Hang on, just a second. Like, I transposed a number here or something. Um, all right, <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield. How old do you think he was? Oh wow, sixteen. <laughs> well, I know Rodney <laughs> was way off famous, on all of it. So he was in his fifties. I late. Uh, 58. Okay. I'll yeah. say 55. 59. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ah. Nice job. Yeah. And then uh, Ted Knight, the guy that played <laughs> Judge Smales. <laughs> uh, Ted Knight. Uh, <laughs> I bet you slice into the woods. A hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I uh, never slice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you can owe me. Okay, you can I owe you nothing. <laughs> I owe you nothing. All right. Ted Knight had some seriously white teeth, though. Like I, yep, in the eighties, yep. like a lot of the actors had like really nasty, like yellowy teeth, and when they were still attractive. But his teeth, and maybe just because he was so tan, but they were very like sparkly white. Nice. Yeah, he's in his seventies, right? Seventy-two is my guess. Okay, okay. Matt. Uh, I will say he was sixty-five. He was fifty-seven. Oh wow. my gosh. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So wait, um, how, right, how, old was, <laughs> how old was Dangerfield? Uh, fifty-nine. Okay, so Dangerfield was older than Ted Knight. Holy cow! That's yeah. wild to me. All right, uh, Michael O'Keefe who played Danny Noonan. 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 Uh, twenty-five. Okay. Twenty. He was twenty-five. Oh, oh nice. nailed it! Did you <laughs> did you ever watch Roseanne when he was on Roseanne? I mean, before we knew she was like racist, like back oh, when it was I, actually like on. What was his character on Roseanne? His, I think his name was Fred. He was Jackie's like husband. They had a kid together. I have to go back and look at that. I don't remember, but I do remember watching Roseanne when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Pre, All right, pre, Bill. Uh, pre ambient. Yes, exactly. Yeah, like one hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> All right, Bill Murray. How old do you think Bill Murray was? What did we say Chevy Chase was? 37? Bill Murray's younger, probably. So 34? Okay. Matt? All right. Uh, I will split the difference and say 36. He was 30. Super young. Yeah, Yeah. super young. Um, He'd only done like one or two. (laughs) He'd only done like two other films before this, and they were like super small. But all right, just to save time, uh, Sarah Holcomb, who played Maggie, she was 22. And okay. I hated her haircut. Sorry, I hated bad. it. Yeah. It was so bad. It was real like, bad. Yeah. No. Yeah. She Thanks was for nothing. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. <laughs> um, Scott Colomi, excuse me, who um played Tony. He was twenty eight. Um, Cindy Morgan. Oh, we, he was twenty eight. He was supposed one. to be like seventeen, wasn't he? The Nunzio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the best eighties Italian name? Right. right. <laughs> Um, just because she was kind of a bigger person, how old do you think Cindy Morgan was, the person that played Lacey? How old do you think she was? 26. Okay, Matt? 22. She was 26. 
Nice. Whoa. And then Look I know, that. right on the money. That's impressive. And then um Brian Doyle Murray, how old do you think he was? <laughs> He's it's great. so funny to look at Brian Doyle Murray now compared to him back then. Uh, he was no. like, even, even in every other movie I've ever seen him in, he's starting to get like the larger version of Brian Doyle Murray as he goes. Yes. The line at the end where the, where uh, the judge, or the, he gives him the money to like, keep it fair. And he's like, no, I can't possibly take this. <laughs> he's already, he's already putting it in the pocket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no pause. Uh, I'll say so he's good. probably, so, uh, Bill Murray's 30. Is that what we said? Uh huh. Brian Dill Murray's 38. Okay. Okay. Matt? Um, I will say 32. He was 35. Okay. Oh, nice. Right between <laughs> which is just, I mean, honestly, it's so crazy to see how them successful so, these people yes. are at that age. Yeah. Right. And to see them so like, well, I'm 37 and I can't even imagine like having an acting career right now because right. that just sounds like so exhausting right. to me. Like, <laughs> and like these people are just like, you know, that's Although just what we they gotta do. acknowledge because he's in this movie. Uh, ben Max and I always talk about the Rodney Dangerfield success model. He didn't get famous until he's in his 50s. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. He said, that's he got, true. Yeah. He was like a sales, like a vacuum salesman or something. I mean, and this was, <laughs> yeah. And this was like for real. His like he, once he got into it, yeah. I just I I like him. I in this movie, I do. I just it's just nonstop for me, and I have a really hard time with people like that. Like, oh, this is your wife? Oh, a lovely lady. Hey, baby, you're all right. You must have been something before electricity. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, doll, oh. how are you? Huh? You live alone? <laughs> Hey, Rabbi, nice seeing you. Okay, you're our folks. How are you? Huh? <laughs> I miss your grandson, huh? Oh, wonderful boy. Nice boy. you right? He's a good boy, I'll tell you. Now I know why tigers eat their young, you know? Fucking <laughs> bit after bit after yeah. bit. Just uh, fucking ticker tape Rodney Dangerfield home runs. <laughs> I know, but just imagine like you're in a room with this guy. Like oh, you know, he, you know, like he's not famous. Like you don't think he's famous. You just know that he's like in the room with you. I would be like, I would be like, I, I don't feel good. We have to leave. Like I can't I don't be feel in this. Good. Like, I'll tell you, coked up, Rodney Dangerfield. I tell you, country clubs and cemeteries biggest wastes of prime real estate. Well, dead people. They don't want to be buried nowadays. Ecology, right? Ask Wang. He'll tell you. Ask Wang. Right behind the Great Wall on the good side. On the good side. Yeah, I asked Matt to pull that clip because I 100% agree that um, cemeteries are a huge waste of space, like a huge waste of like land. So I I was like, we should ask Matt if he wants to be buried. It's totally morbid, but oh, I don't know. I I don't. I definitely don't. I want to get cremated for sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I want to be put in one of those like I want to put be put in one of those pods that a tree grows out of you. <laughs> It'd be cool to get stuffed and be used as like a draft thing for the door. Like you could just throw <laughs> it like, on the door. Yeah, yeah. it's so much cool. warmer since Matt died. <laughs> <laughs> really helped with our R value. <laughs> Uh, leave it to someone from northern Michigan to worry about the draft right. af- after they die. <laughs> Maybe I can help out. I I'm a Uber from birth, so I'm very practical. Um, I, so during uh, COVID times, <laughs> we've been spending a lot of our weekends just driving around, right? Like we don't do anything really out and about with like we don't right. go in anywhere or anything. But as a family, we'll we'll even load up the dog and the kid and we'll just drive around and. A lot of times we'll try to get lost and then we will di- we'll ignore the GPS until we get where we don't know where we are. Then we'll finally be like, all right, we've been gone long enough. It's time to come back or whatever. Right. So we'll GPS our way back. But 
when we're driving through like the random countryside, it is crazy to me to see. So I, I pass by cemeteries often, right? When you're just driving on these old country roads and like normally a cemetery is a very thought out plan. Like it's a flat <laughs> spot of ground and it's fenced in and it's like a thing, right? But every once in a while you'll just drive through and there'll be like a rolling hillside with covered in full on woods. Like yeah. it's a full on forest and there's just <laughs> random uh, headstones yeah. just popped in. And I'm like, who decided that like on a bank, you're on like a hillside. I don't know who planned this, but like, that's how I feel about the, there's one in Kalamazoo, the one yeah. that's like right on Riverview next to Borges hospital. <laughs> like, there's a hill and I just imagine like eroding away and like eventually yeah. like we're going to get like a rainstorm and right? you only move the headstones, you know, you One didn't of, move the graves. Uh, not you to bring up a really important point. I think, it, I think it's time to rethink cemeteries as a culture. I think you're right. That, let's start building up. I say, you know, just yeah. like a, like a skyscraper. Yeah, right, other. right, right. Um, Jenga. Cast One of the funniest Jenga. things that I've ever been a part of <laughs> happened at that cemetery in front of Borges hospital. Uh, Brian, my friend Brian and I were driving past it and it was clearly one of the saddest experiences for this family, which we are not connected to and just driving past. Right. And we turn and look and I go, uh, they were watering plants in front of a gravestone and it was with two small children. And I turn and I've clearly, this is not a nice thing to say, but they couldn't hear us. We were in a car driving by and I went, we promised your mother we'd come back every day to water her in the hopes to grow a new mommy. Right. And I was like, ah, ha, ha. and then Brian turns and looks at him and he goes, mommy's thirsty. As the kid was pouring water onto a plant in front of the, the gravestone. And I died. I was like, this oh, is man, those are the best. Yeah, the absolute Real funniest thing. Are the best. I know. Yeah. And just the idea that all it took was him just saying mommy's thirsty. Yeah. And I was like, this is so fucking funny that I don't know. It's yeah, real. Yeah, because it is. It's weird. It's the yeah, whole yeah, real weird. Our death in our American culture, the way that we handle it is just weird. We're so hands off and we're so, yeah. you know, it, it is like, I just, I don't want to, I, I don't want to be buried. Like yeah. I said, shout out to, on that topic, there's a, uh, it's on YouTube and Ray, I think it's Ray Fines that does the uh, narration for it. It's called, um, flight from death on youtube it's about that very thing it's about okay. how we, we're like a death denial culture it's really interesting i want to see yeah other cultures awesome. just really embrace it and yeah. like they they're the ones that like clean their relatives and oh yeah i, I mean not, i'm not saying i want to do that like fuck that noise like <laughs> but somebody should yeah right? I, yeah <laughs> and, and they're and in my opinion they're gone they can't tell who's washing their balls as they're you know dead <laughs> Like true. That's you know. If only we could, though. I mean, <laughs> when we get to heaven, why didn't you wash my balls? <laughs> Thanks for yeah. nothing. Thanks for <laughs> Oh my god, that's the best. I think we just revive the meme in this. Yeah, stuff. for sure. <laughs> All right. Thanks for we washing probably... me nut. <laughs> Are you a pirate now? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for washing me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> all right we have to move on did we get to the end of that one did we done all the ages where are we at oh yeah sorry that's the yep. age that's gone yeah. all right moving on to the next all right let's do the next one we're gonna play the theme song here we go Ooh, that sound. did you hear that sound, Ooh, that sound. total dance party no one can see it but it's here the sound <laughs> They'll see it in six months. Yeah, that's right. All right. It is time to play What's That Sound? That's where I take a clip from the film and I play it out loud for you. 
Both uh, Matt and Mandy have not heard these clips. Matt's going to get the first swing at it. If you can tell me what's happening on screen while this sound is playing. Here we go. It's a lot of mess, a lot of noise happening. I'll play it one more time for you. All right. The glass is breaking. Is that when Ted Knight throws the putter into the on the onto the deck? Nope. No. No. It's not not when he hits the umbrella and almost kills that woman and yeah. But then he blames it on Danny. Right. Yeah. The, <laughs> no. He's such a the, shit. I should have put some stickum tape on your putter or whatever. Yeah, no. <laughs> Nope, that is not correct. Mandy, do you have a guess? You want to play it again? No, it's um, when the gumball machine breaks oh, during the fight. That is correct. Good yep. call. Yep. The so only good. way I, I, well, I have headphones on. It does make yeah. a difference. Although oh, I yes. have it turned all the way up and I'm pretty sure I have like severe hear da- hearing damage. <laughs> well, get ready, <laughs> Mandy, because I'm going to turn it. I'm going to play it again just for people listening. <laughs> okay. It's the little marble. You owe sounds, me a gumball machine. But, yeah, right. <laughs> You owe me a gumball machine. Hey, you see that Kleenex on the floor? Well, pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Pick up that I blood. Not. Yeah, pick up that. You pick up that blood. I love it. <laughs> All right, here we go. Next sound. This is there's only two this time around. So here we go. Second sound. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh boy. I love the I lead thought, up sound to this. It's great. It, at first, I thought it was the. Uh, I thought it was. Uh, Roddy Dangerfield's golf bag. Okay, yeah. Shooting uh, the golf club out and the yeah, the, the remote the control. Scream, right. The scream got me. I don't know. I don't know on that one. Play it again, Matt, so yep, he sure. can hear it. Uh, oh, oh, that's when, <laughs> that's when the, he gets hit in the nuts. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect comedy moment. Yeah. Yep. Ted Knight gets hit in the nuts with the flying. In. I love the sound of the ball <laughs> flying in, like. Um, then actually harold remus in like he played like two holes of golf and like he did hit someone in the nuts once and that so when they when they were in yeah when he was doing like a practice or whatever so they when they were doing their meeting about the writing he's like oh we should totally put this in we're gonna add it in nice (laughs) nice all right so that's the end of that one that we just had the two sounds so nice job both of those were taken care of no but none of the sounds will go to the audience so nice job there uh, and then we have one more game that we always play, and that one has a new and improved sort of theme song, I guess. It's sort of a spoken word theme song. Here we go. First, Matt plays a backwards clip. Then he plays some forward clips. Then he gets to pick your brain to see which two clips are the same. Backwards, forwards, backwards, forwards. Let's play. Let's play backwards, forward. All right. This is a new segment for you, Matt. Oh, we didn't have this new- one. Yeah, we yeah, and that's our last time around. That's our friend Stacy, who is actually homesick with COVID right now. She'll, oh, but when this comes out, she'll probably be feeling better. But yeah. she listens every Wednesday, so thanks, Stacy. I hope you're feeling better. For sure. All right, so here we go. Uh, basically, if you didn't get it from the gist of that song, I'm about to play you some clips from the film. The first clip I'm going to play you is reversed. Then I'm going to play you several other clips, and you need to tell me which okay. one of those film or which one of those clips got reversed. Okay. So there's going to be four options. The first thing you'll hear gotcha. is the backwards phrase. Here we go. <laughs> All right. It's going to sound like trash. This is going to be so hard because he already doesn't sound normal. Yep. Yep. Right. All right. So I'm going to play it. I know, right? Just the backwards part a couple of times over and over again. So okay. here we go. 
Okay, that's what we're hearing okay. backwards. Now I'm going to play okay. the whole damn thing. Here we go. Also vaguely terrifying. A little bit terrifying also. <laughs> that's how she wrote. That. License to kill gophers. That. Environment will never quit. Or. Kill gophers at will. Okay, so you need to pick either one. It, you could just guess randomly and you'd have just as good of a chance of getting it. But it's either one, two, three, or four. Uh, and you need to find out which one got reversed. But we'll play it one more time through. That's how she wrote. License to kill gophers. Environment will never quit. Kill gophers at will. Right. Which one do you think it is? Whoa. One, two, three, or four? <laughs> This game I'm is gonna, stupid, and you have I'm no. Gonna, like, it's know, right? legit. Like this game is a little dumb, and it's you might as well just guess. But yeah, it's I'm gonna so go fun. With, I'm gonna go with two, and I have sound rationale for that. Okay, unintended. Right. So you've got number two, uh, Mandy. What do you think it is? I'm gonna go with number four. Okay, and do you want to give us your rationale before we reveal the actual answer? I think two didn't have like a music sound behind it. So that okay. was, it didn't seem like the backwards one had music behind it. Okay. That was, and that's I like my that. rationale. Yep. I like that. I like having a, a reason why you've picked something, whether it's. I just want to say my, my other answer would have been like one. wrong, but I'm like. It's actually number four. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mandy's, Mandy was correct. It is number four. Yep. It's uh, Kill Gophers with <laughs> nice. something. I don't remember here. That's how she wrote. Not that one. <laughs> License to kill gophers. Not that one. Environment will never quit. Nope. Kill gophers at will. There it is. Kill gophers at yeah, will. Yeah, kill gophers at will. Kill gophers at will. It sounded like, let's go for Chipotle. Like, that's what it sounded like backwards. <laughs> let's go for Chipotle. Let's nice. go for Chipotle. I like the David Lynchian nature of that game. That's yeah, exactly. right. right. <laughs> so what happened was I came up with the name of a game called backwards forwards, and I was like, how do I turn this into a game? And that's what happened. <laughs> the name first. Yep. 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 Uh, all right. So that was the end of that one. And I think that's the end of our games portion yeah. of the show. Uh, we do have a couple other. Uh, hold on. Let me play. We never really heard the, the, a lot from Judge Smales. Uh, here, let's play this. Look at the wax buildup on those shoes. This oh, is fine leather. I want that wax stripped off there. I want them creamed and buffed with a fine chamois. And I want them now. Chop, chop. Got him, got him Judge. Morning. get dressed. You're playing golf today. No, I'm not, Grandpa. I'm playing tennis. You're playing golf, and you're going to like it. What about my <laughs> asthma? I'll give you asthma. I love, I love, I'll give you asthma. I love well, it. that's the other thing, too, is there's some definite, like, racial things. Like, when he's like, I got it from a Negro when he's yep. spoken the Oh, lead. yeah. For sure. <clears throat> and when he talks about, like, uh, what does he say? Have you heard the latest one about the Jew, the yeah. Catholic, and the colored boy who went to heaven? Oh, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's a doozy, Judge. Oh, boy. <laughs> you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. <laughs> and he just grinds the hell out of his shoes. I love it. Yeah. Also, can we acknowledge how great the fucking name Dr. Beeper is? Yes. yes! <laughs> Dr. Beeper. Should we go kind of on the nose or just exactly <laughs> on the like nose? like he has a beeper. That's the yeah. whole, his whole character. <laughs> All right. So I think what we're going to do now is just go to the final questions. Uh, unless anyone has anything about this film we didn't talk about that we should have. 
Oh, there's so many little jokes. One of the Ty Webb's friends' name being Mitch Cumstein, I thought was very yes! funny. Yes! <laughs> and I love the I long setup. Room. The long yeah, setup for the joke. And the yeah. payoff is no, it's Mitch Cumstein. Like, <laughs> yes. So fun. Yeah. <laughs> great, great. Uh, so, uh, Matt, would you watch this movie again? Oh, absolutely. And I, I absolutely will will watch it again. And yes, I would watch it again. Yeah. Nice. I love this very movie. Good. It's very, very good. it's like, it's just that sweet spot, man. There's a lot of joy in this movie for me. <laughs> for, good stuff. Yeah, for sure. Good, good. Mandy, will you watch this movie again? Uh, yeah, probably. I don't know when, maybe in another 20 years. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah, hey, it's not going anywhere. You know, you might as well. I did um, watch it like three times just now. So I'm a little, nice. I'm good. I'm, I got, the, I, I'm full, I'm full up. Thanks for nothing. Thanks for nothing. I'm full. Yeah, I'll watch this movie again. It's a good time. I, I enjoy it. I like it a lot. I don't, I don't know that I've yes. ever actually seen the second one. So I might actually uh, take the time to go watch uh, Caddyshack 2. Because yeah. of this, be prepared Which, to be disappointed. However, yeah. Jackie Mason has there's a couple really good ones. I always quote it when he says, uh, "My mother was half Jewish, half Italian, and half German." So that's three halves. She was a big woman. That's one of my favorite, <laughs> classic. It's one of my favorite lines. Yes. Very good, uh, Matt. Do you have any uh, plugs? Let's do the plugs part. Do you have anything you want to point people toward? Any plugs? Well, we do Union Street Station, USS Comedy Open Mic in Traverse City every Tuesday. Uh, we are slowly starting to add events and things back on Kamikaze.com uh, or Kamikaze Comedy. And you can find that over at Kamikaze Comedy on Facebook. And you can uh, follow me at Really Zerilli on Facebook and Instagram and uh, Twitter. Nice. All right. Do all those things. Bringing comedy back to the North Country. Heck yeah. Just a little bit at a time. Yeah. Safely. That's how we like it. All right. Mandy, do you have That's anything it. quickly that you want to point people toward? No. All right. I don't really. I don't really either. Well, thanks uh, for nothing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Just uh, uh, like the podcast. Like 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 yeah. it on uh, Facebook. Subscribe. Do all that stuff. And and write a review if you can. We haven't had any new reviews in a minute. So let's in see that. Great. I'm getting my 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 second shot tomorrow. So yeah, I'm mine's gonna be uh, ne- awesome. next week. So we're, we're uh, we always end this thing though with a final line from the film. And today, the final line is gonna sound like this. Hey, everybody, we're all going to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> Best right, final guys, line of a movie so- ever. Right, right. Thank you so much, Matt. Uh, thanks for being on the show again. We love yeah. you. And thank you for being here and joining us. Uh, Mandy, thanks, thanks, for so much for- thanks for having me. Thank yeah, you, guys. Absolutely, my guy. Uh, have a good uh, time. Go get vaccinated. Yep. All right. Hey, bye. See you, see you guys. <laughs>